Hello everybody and welcome to Bite-Sized Chunks of Faith. My name is John O'Pierce and in this podcast I want to share how having a Christian faith has brought hope and meaning and purpose to my life. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 76 of Bite-Sized Chunks of Faith and it's great to have your company as we record this episode of our podcast. I've been away for the last couple of weeks, so it's really nice to be back recording again. And when I was thinking about what I wanted to speak about this week, I was thinking in particular about a novel that I read um, just before I went away on holiday. And the novel that I read was the book of the month in the library. It was written by a novelist called Mike Gale. And the title of the novel was All the Lonely People. And it was a novel really about loneliness, but it was set in a particular context uh, in London. And it was about immigration. It was about racism. And it was also about living in faithfulness through difficult situations. And I found it a really moving, really funny, really beautiful novel. And I guess as we emerge from this pandemic, and and again, it was great now to be out and about uh, without thinking too much about masks and things like that, Um, even though we're still always slightly conscious of these things. But it's great to see um, things have opened up quite a bit more now. And um, but I was I was thinking in particular uh, about this other pandemic which seems to affect our society, the pandemic of loneliness. And it took me back to reflecting on on experiences of loneliness in my own life. And I guess one of the most striking kind of incidences of that was my transition from secondary school to university. I went to a small secondary school Um, I think there were about 200 pupils. It was boarding school in the Midlands in in Ireland. And then I I moved at the the age of 18 to university in Dublin. I knew nobody going into university, although I did share a flat with two guys who I knew slightly uh, who'd gone to another school. But I remember that transition uh, when I made my way into my first lecture doing an arts degree. There were about 500 people in this big lecture theatre and going into such a large crowd of people and not knowing any of them, I probably felt like the loneliest man in the world. And I remember during that first year, although I joined a few societies, a few organisations, I found it quite hard to, to... make friends and to just really feel that I I belonged and I connected in that environment. And it meant that I often used to take my lunch on my own. I spent a lot of time in the library, probably worked far too hard, I think, in my first year in university and things like that. But maybe that was my way of of combating those those feelings of of loneliness. And um, it was actually through... Um, a Bible study group that I got connected with that that I began to make friends and and deep connections 
uh, but they weren't actually in my, my university, but, but they were through my flatmates. And that became a very important group in my life. But it has always struck with me that that experience of, of loneliness. And, and even though I was surrounded by hundreds and hundreds of people, um, you can still feel very isolated and very alone in that environment. And I guess another experience which kind of came to my mind was uh, in my mm, early 20s, I guess, after I graduated from university, I moved to live in, in Portugal where I worked as a, as a teacher of English in a language school. And what I do remember from those two years in particular was the, the, the friendship and the welcome that I received from the, the local church. And uh, the local church was tiny. It was an Anglican church. So there was a Portuguese-speaking congregation. There was an English-speaking congregation. But everybody in both congregations went out of their way to make me feel welcome, to include me. They were very patient with my poor efforts with the language initially. But they tried to involve me. They tried to get me to do things they felt I could do whether that was reading lessons in, in another language, uh, whether it was taking part in Bible study groups, whether it was taking part in different activities that were going on. And I guess it was that desire to, to reach out and to, to make friends um, that, that really kind of characterised that, that, that small church community. And these things meant even more to me when I was far away from home. And I guess leading the charge with that whole endeavour was the, 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 the local vicar, uh, who was called Stephen and his wife Stella and their children, and uh, the, the welcome that they constantly offered to me. Um, and they, they kind of adopted me, I guess, as another member of their family, or that's what it felt like to me. And uh, that was a very special feeling when I was far from home. And... It's kind of made me think ever since in, in church life that, that the church is probably uniquely placed in, in all sorts of ways um, to reach out to people who might be feeling lonely for all sorts of reasons. Uh, very often people are feeling lonely because of their life circumstances. Uh, maybe people have been bereaved. Maybe people have been through divorce or the breakup of a relationship. Maybe People have struggled in the in the workplace and they're searching in the midst of the pressures and the stresses of life for for community. They're searching for somewhere to um, travel together in terms of a life of faith uh, to try and learn more about their relationship with God and and connecting with other people and trying to serve other people. And I guess in, in the church as well, there are unique opportunities to to volunteer. And very often when you work together with people, um, it's a great way to build friendships and relationships. And indeed, I often find that in the church even today. Um, there, there are work parties every uh, fourth Saturday of the month in, in the church where I work at the present time. And um, when people are um, moving around grass or clearing out 
weeds and debris from the church grounds or maybe they're clearing out stuff that needs to be thrown out of a church hall and you, you work together, you're lifting stuff together, you're just having chats with people and, and it's a great way just to build friendships and to do something together. And very often too we have lots of, of organisations and activities in church and we like to celebrate those things and there are huge opportunities to, to volunteer. So if you like working with, with children or young people, if you like working with toddlers and parents or grandparents, if you uh, want to explore faith together, if you want to pray together, um, if you want to meet with other women or if you want to meet with men, and there are all sorts of opportunities and groups that will, will help you to do that. And I just want to say, if you are listening to this podcast, and, and again, um, loneliness is it's such a, a, a powerful kind of emotion, I think. And very often um, it, there's a stigma around it and it's hard to talk about. And um, if if you can, my suggestion is just just reach out and say, you know, I'd, I'd love a visit from somebody in the church and um, either a member of the clergy or somebody from a visiting team would be delighted just to, to connect with you and, and to have that opportunity to talk with you and maybe to pray with you and to hear you out. And um, very often, I think, in, in, in our lives, that's something really, really precious is when people listen to us and we feel that we've really been heard or we've been well listened to there's something very healing about that so um i want to really commend this this book to you which is called all the lonely people by mike gale um, i think it's hard for me to recall a, a primary character that i liked more than hubert bird who is the central character in this book uh, he's, a, he's a remarkable man in all sorts of ways. There are a few unexpected twists in the novel, but he just struck me as a, a hero for our time uh, in terms of what he actually realised in the book. And I don't want to be giving away any spoilers, but I do want to suggest if you, if you like to read fiction, um, that this would be a great read. And if you don't like to read fiction, um, I just want to also encourage you to think about this very important topic of loneliness. And I want to leave you with a question. And that is, are you aware of somebody new in your community, uh, whether that's in church, whether that's in your street where maybe some new people have moved in? Uh, are you aware of perhaps any refugees who've arrived recently from from Ukraine or from Afghanistan or from Syria or from other parts of the world. Because if you're aware of such people, um, there's nothing that would mean more to them than you reaching out to them and, and trying to uh, do what you can to help them to settle in. Maybe bring them around some buns or some biscuits or uh, invite them around for coffee or just try to, to connect or do something helpful. Um, people really, really appreciate and I know from my own experience how much that means when you're far away from home and you're obviously concerned about the situation that's going on there and you're struggling to, to learn a new language and to engage with a different culture. 
but if people uh, in this situation can reach out and build bridges or offer opportunities to connect that's always going to be really valuable and really well appreciated so what can you do to reach out in practical in helpful ways to those who might feel lonely or isolated in this society think about what you can do think about what the church can do and together we can make a difference well that's all for this week Thank you for listening, and if you were kind enough to hit follow or subscribe, or even leave a review wherever you get your podcasts, that would be greatly appreciated. Join me again next week for another bite-sized chunk of faith.